All right, let's go. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Welcome to the block party. We are leaving out nobody. We have a very special episode. I like the way you think. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you did. You know just what you did. Yeah, so we have a really special episode this week. We do. And we were exceptionally lucky to be able to talk to Abby Vicnair, Executive Director of Remember Betty. And we were able to learn so much information that I never... I thought I knew... Like, not everything, because, you know, I don't think I know everything, but I thought that I knew pretty much, for the most part, what Remember Betty was. Right. And we really didn't. I had no idea. We really didn't, so. You guys need to, like, listen. Seriously. So, like. Because they're listening anyway, but they need to continue listening. Right. Actively listen. That's right. Because it's a great cause. It really is. It really is. Okay, so we are really excited today. Very excited. Yes, we have a very special guest for you today. Her name is Abby Vignair. She's the executive director of Remember Betty. Yes. And we really wanted to take the opportunity to, for those of you who aren't familiar with Remember Betty, to get a better idea of what Remember Betty is. And we are so thankful, Abby, that you were able to meet with us and um, come on our podcast and discuss all things Remember Betty, because we've had two really incredible stories that have come to us. Um, one was from Steph that we just did in, in Step 32. That oh, was we love a- Steph. We love Steph. Let me just tell you, when I first got her story, it took me like at least an hour and a half to get through it. Her story, her kids, like just her, everything she went through, I just, it was a lot. And she, it, she just has an, such an amazing story. She really does. She does. Yes. And remember, Betty is such a huge part of that. Yeah. We we love her. And she has been so generous through, you know, her, her entire uh diagnosis and treatment and and afterwards and we just we absolutely love her yes uh, as do we and she's still i mean she sends us little like pep notes here and there she's keep up great. the good work girls and <laughs> so we love her we absolutely adore her as well um and then the other story was from our really close friend maria um oh no, i yes. know that i know that story about her sister yes yes yes, yes. And they absolutely adore you. So <laughs> it's 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 absolutely mutual. Maria is is one of my most favorite people, our most favorite people, and just in an incredible story, bittersweet but mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Abby, could you tell us a little bit about Remember Betty? And for those people that are out there, kind of start from the beginning. Let us know all about it. Yeah. So Remember Betty is a breast cancer charity. We are not the typical breast cancer charity. We don't do research. We don't really do uh, education and awareness like some of the larger charities do. Mm -hmm. We do direct financial assistance to breast cancer patients and survivors. So what that means is that when they get their bills in, whether it's rent, mortgage, utilities, car note, uh, medical bills, insurance, legal bills, whatever they have, they can send those bills to us 
along with an application and just a little bit of paperwork. And we will take care of as much of those bills as we can. Um, we, we cover for patients who are in treatment. We cover for patients who are not going through treatment, but maybe are having surgery. And we also cover survivors, which is a big thing in the breast cancer charity world. Most charities that do what we do are either uh, extremely local. They can be just to a specific city, some even just to a specific hospital. Some of them are statewide, but most of them require a patient to be in active treatment. So they have to be going through chemo or they have to be going through radiation. We don't require that at all. We require you to be diagnosed with breast cancer, period, end of story. Uh, that's a very that's a, that's a very uncommon thing in the world that we operate in as a charity. That is amazing. I did I did not know all of that. Did I you? didn't either. No. Wow. It's it's a it's a difficult thing, and I understand that a lot of charities have to have very narrow guidelines, or else you get inundated with applications, which we do. But just because you're done with chemo, just because you're done with radiation, doesn't mean that the bills stop coming in. That's kind of the point where they're beginning to come in. And maybe you can't go back to work yet. Maybe you can't go back to work ever. Maybe your husband or boyfriend or fiance or whatever left you. Maybe you're a single mom with two kids. Mm -hmm. Mm. And you've still got bills and you still need help. Doesn't matter that you're not in treatment. That's so important. It's I just like things you don't even think about, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, until unfortunately they happen and then they're there. And I'm that's that makes me so happy. It's it's also very important for patients uh, who have been diagnosed as stage four metastatic, which essentially means that they are never going to be cured. They're never going to be in full remission. They'll be in what's called an NED state, no evidence of disease, mm -hmm. and they might be able to stop treatment for a while. But the breast cancer is going to come back. It might not come back in the breast. It might come back somewhere else. You don't know when it's going to come back. It could be three months, three years. You never know. So you you wander in and out of different phases of treatment, different types of treatment, clinical trials, oral medications, radiation, what have you. But you're always in some stage of breast cancer at that point. Wow. That's... Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to take uh, in. I'm speechless right now well, because I didn't realize. I didn't I'm, realize either. I didn't realize they do all of those things. Like, right. especially after the fact, because you're right. All of those things happen afterwards. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Mm -hmm. And that's there? why it's so important to have this conversation. Right. Because here we sit. We know right. what Remember Betty is. Right. So we thought. Do you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And I feel like it's such an important cause and it's one that is unique. It really is. Clearly. There are, I th I think at last count, there are maybe four or five national charities that do what we do because we do operate on a national level. So as long as you are within the United States, we can potentially assist you. There are maybe four or five others nationally that do what we do. And from what I understand, all of them require a patient to be in active treatment. Wow. Yeah. That's so wow. by the time by the time they get to remember Betty, by the time their application hits our fax, hits the mail, hits my desk, they've probably been through most of the local ones, regional ones, and probably the national ones. Wow. 
And some of those national ones refer their patients to us that they can't help. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. It says a lot. It really does. It says a lot. So how did you get involved in Remember Betty? I heard Danny talk about Betty at a show during the full service tour when they were doing the outdoor sheds. And he came out on stage and he had on a shirt that had pink ribbons across it. And he had Vega on one side and he had Chance on the other. And it just struck me as somebody who still loved his mother as if she was here, but she clearly wasn't. And I'd had uh, experience with breast cancer. My godmother had just finished her second battle. Um, She had had one type of breast cancer the first time. The second time she had two different types in the other breast. So I was, I was kind of familiar with it. I also had a coworker at the time who thought that she was five years clear, which they officially call quote unquote cured. Um, but turned out she had a two and a half centimeter spot on her brain that they had missed. So I was, I was familiar with breast cancer, not as much as I am now, Mm -hmm. but I was familiar with it. And I knew that there were teams, uh, across the country doing races as team Betty. I got home to Nashville, tried to find one here, didn't find one and thought, well, I can, I can do this. I can put together a team. I know a couple blockheads in the area. And we did the, we did the race for that breast cancer organization that we were with at that time. And I believe we raised a couple thousand dollars. It was, it was a really decent team and we did a really good job. And then I got talked into doing something called the three day. Uh, and I'm not really sure how I got talked into doing that, but the three day is what it sounds like. It's three days of walking 60 miles. What they don't tell you when they're talking you into it is that you sleep in a tent outside and you shower in the back of an 18 wheeler and you use porta potties. <laughs> showering in the back of an 18 wheeler. Yeah, so they t- they take an 18-wheeler and they essentially make shower stalls out of it. Wow. That you walk up a up a set of stairs and you wait for an empty shower stall and there's a quote-unquote dry area that's not really dry. And then a second <laughs> curtain and there's your shower stall and you shower in the back of a steamy, steamy 18-wheeler. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh did that and <sighs> the team Betty for that every every walker for the three day is required to raise twenty three hundred dollars or wow. they cannot participate. Oh wow. Oh wow. So I did that, uh met some other people who were doing Team Betty, continued to do the the local walk, continued to do the three day, and just kind of noticed that things weren't really organized. Mm-hmm. And I have this obsession with spreadsheets. <laughs> So I kind of merged the two together and I just started calling uh, offices where that particular race was and saying, hey, did you have a team, Betty? Can you tell me how much they raised? Mm-hmm. I got connected on Twitter to uh, a lady who was doing something similar. And she and I started emailing back and forth, tweeting back and forth, we kind of merged our spreadsheets. We became very good friends. Uh, went to visit her and Unbeknownst to me, she was friends with Danny. Uh And Danny had been looking for someone to kind of put all of these teams under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. And she had suggested me to him. Oh, wow. Wow. 
So after my visit to her, I get home probably about two weeks later, and I have an email from Danny Wood. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> word. Right? right? <laughs> Even to this day, in six and a half years, I've been working with him. Just the fact that I can say, I have an email from Danny yeah, Wood. I would fall in still order. blows my mind. And I absolutely have it saved and printed out and <laughs> thumbtacked up on Put the wall. Put that in a frame that. There. Frame that. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And so I would send him the spreadsheet. And we went back and forth for a little while. And You're going back and forth with Danny Wood. No big deal. Yeah, right? No big deal. He, and he he called me. And the first time he called me, it was, a, it was a blocked number. And I was like, well, I'm not answering it. And it took the third try for him to call me for me to finally answer and go, what? And he goes, this is Danny Wood from New Kids on the Block. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. hi, hi, <laughs> great, thanks. <clears throat> yeah. Um, That's crazy. So. We, we went back and forth, and I'll never forget it. It was February 21st, and I opened up my email, and I had an email from him asking if I would help him get the website together because he had bought the domain name of rememberbetty.com. And that was, that was the year that they were, that new kids were on tour with Backstreet Boys. And I got that email February 21st, and just before, the joint single launched. We launched the first version of Remember Betty. Wow, that's a lot. That's like yes, <laughs> that's like crazy time right there. Yeah, it was it was a website and a message board, and we were still operating with uh, a different breast cancer organization. So it was coordinating information with them. We ended up becoming one of their national teams. We were the only non-corporate national team. So we were up there with Walgreens, American Airlines, Pepsi, wow. things like that. And ended up raising a million dollars for Are them. Are you kidding? That's no, amazing. We, we raised a million dollars for them. Holy, that's a lot of money. That's great. That's so, that's that is amazing. a crazy amount of that, money. That is, that I can't even think about that. Like, yeah, as as a as a total as a national team, that's great. We ended up raising uh, a million dollars for them. And as time went on, they had some issues. We had some issues with them, just growing pains that anybody has. Right. Um. And and Danny and I sat down and looked at where they were spending the money, and what breast cancer patients were telling us whenever they came to the shows, Danny would, Danny is so generous with his quote unquote celebrity because he'll tell you he's a normal person. He absolutely is. But with his quote unquote celebrity, he's so generous with it, you know, pairs of tickets to every show. If there's a breast cancer patient, a survivor, a caregiver, bring them in. Wow. You know, no questions asked. And they would come in and they would start talking to us about what they needed and, and what they weren't able to get, even though they had they had gone to you know this breast cancer charity. So we sat down uh, before one of the shows in Boston, and he said, "I've been kind of thinking that it might be time to leave them, maybe do something on our own." Wow. And I said, "Okay," not really knowing what this would entail, and. Uh, the end of that year, he told me that he wanted to run the Boston Marathon, but he didn't want to do it for the breast cancer charity we were working with. He wanted to do it for Remember Betty, and he wanted to make Remember Betty a charity. Wow. And he wanted me to run it. Wow. 
Which made me pull, I was on my way to work and I had to pull off. I was late for work that morning. Uh, I pulled off and we sat there and talked about what he wanted, what I thought was possible, you know, what we thought we could do together. And the ball just went rolling. And the next thing we know, we are a charity that's doing our own thing and helping patients in the best way that we see fit. You know, there's, there's this, there's this big gap mm-hmm. in, in what's covered by charities. And the problem is that you can do all the research you want. You can educate people as much as possible. You can give a mammogram to every woman in this country. It does no good if they can't afford their rent, afford their mortgage. Right, if right. they have to choose between having a roof over their head and feeding their children or getting treatment, right? that's a problem. That is a problem. And that was the gap that we saw that we wanted to do our part to fill. Because there's no way one charity is going to fill this entire gap. It's just not possible. But... We knew that with the money that we raise, we can make an impact in in that gap. We can make it smaller. And that's what that's what we do. I am so glad that, that we so are talking cool. with you right now. I know. <laughs> I feel like I didn't really I knew, but I don't know. Right. Like I had I really didn't have a clue. Do you know what I mean? Like do you do you agree? No, I, I, yeah. I, I get that because I hear it when we're on the cruise when, you know, the new kids are on tour and I'm at shows when we do fundraisers that Danny's at mm-hmm. people know that Danny has a charity called remember Betty. They know we're a breast cancer charity and that is kind of where it stops unless they're involved with us, unless they're fundraising for us on a regular basis, unless we've helped somebody that they love, unless we've helped them personally, mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of, stops there. And I get it because everybody has their own lives and they have things that are going on and they pay attention to this tweet, but not that tweet, or they pay attention to what Danny says, but maybe not what remember Betty puts out Mm -hmm. and it's fine, but we, we are there for a bit of a different purpose than, than the larger charities. Absolutely. Absolutely. How, and And it's so so important. important. Yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like, It felt like there was a reason. There was a reason to push that I was like, I need to know more about this. Like, I don't feel, I didn't feel confident talking about Remember Betty. Right. Because I was Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I want to make sure that I am well informed before I. And that we do it justice. Exactly. And I am so happy, Abby, that you, because I feel like, I feel like there's other people in our position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And, And I just, this is so important. Yeah. So important. It is, and it's great for the blockhead community. Yes, it is. Well, and and our hope is that we can get outside of the blockhead community. You know, because there's so there's so many there's so many patients out there. There's so many people out there who are not blockheads, but they have breast cancer. So for 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 me, as far as remember Betty goes, you know, I I love Danny. Danny is so generous with his time, with his celebrity, with. The man will sign anything for us to raffle off. I mean, he literally has walked off stage and taken a shirt off, signed it and handed to me. That's amazing. And, you know, that part of my job, I'm going to just tell you that part of my job doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) No way. But let me just take this off of you. Thank you. There's there's but, you know, then he he'll call me and he'll go, uh, 
the award that they sent home with us for the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Do you want it? Do you want this poster off my wall? Do you want this award that was given to me? Do you want this? It, it's, it's, it's endless. It's literally endless with what he will, he will give, but he will quite literally give the shirt off his back. This is and that's just... great for the blockheads and for the new kid world. Right. But first and foremost, we're a breast cancer charity. We're not a new kids charity. Right. We're right. a breast cancer charity. So in order for us to exist for a long time, do we have to operate in the blockhead world? Yes. But we've got to reach beyond that, not only for helping people, which we have, but for fundraising and donations and awareness as well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we hope we can get some word out. That would, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's, I think that's the the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a particular story that, I mean, I'm, I know for a fact, I mean, we've already heard stories that remember mm-hmm. Betty has, you know, made a huge difference in someone's life. But do you have a particular story that you'd be able to share I know Maria has shared the one about her sister Mm -hmm. and that one, that one is so important to me because her sister is the first patient that we were ever able to assist. Wow. I did not know that. Did you? No. She was, she was, she was the first one. That was the first check that was written, uh, after remember Betty became a charity. Wow. But the, the one that stands out the most to me is not the story of a blockhead or somebody related to a blockhead. Um, this lady, and I, I'll call her Shaw because for, you know, privacy reasons, there's things we can't disclose. Oh, of course, yes. Um, she was from the Pacific Northwest, and her uh, social worker from the cancer center contacted me. I was driving home from, I was driving from Nashville home to New Orleans where my family is for Christmas. It was about three or four days before Christmas last year. And her social worker called me and she said, I, I, I know you're on Christmas vacation, but... I have this patient. Uh, she is originally from the Middle East. She was kidnapped and tortured by a terror group along with oh. her family. The family escaped, bounced around the world as refugees until they landed in the United States. Wow. Shaw then escapes from her abusive husband with her four sons and ends up in the Pacific Northwest, goes through years of therapy, finally feels like she is ready to be part of the, the normal world, get a job. And as she's applying for jobs, discovers she has breast cancer and can't go to work. Oh my gosh. So her and her four sons aged 10 to 16 are living in a one bedroom apartment. The four sons are sharing one mattress. She sleeps on the floor in the living room. She has two changes of clothes. The 16 year old son is skipping school to drive her to her medical appointments because otherwise she can't get there because she doesn't speak enough English to, to be able to take the bus to tell people where she needs to get. And she gets there and they, they have to have an interpreter for her. There's no interpreter there that speaks the exact dialect that she does. So they've got to do as best they can with somebody else. And the social worker notices that every day she's coming in in the same clothes. So she only has two sets of clothing. She has to have a, uh, a mastectomy. Mm -hmm. She has no wig. She can't speak to anybody. 
during her treatments because she doesn't speak enough English. She could understand quite a bit, Mm -hmm. but wasn't able to speak it. Wow. And so she, she called me and she said, I don't know what you can do. So she sent over her paperwork and I got to, I got to new Orleans with my family and I said, I need, I need a couple hours because I can't celebrate Christmas Hmm. with this application sitting here. Right. So she was waiting for a housing voucher, but due to the backup of that, she didn't have it yet. And she didn't know how she was going to pay the rent on this one bedroom apartment for her and her four sons until she got that voucher. So we ended up paying her rent for five months until she got her voucher. We sent her a chemo care kit, which is another service that we offer to patients going through chemo. And we also sent her general use gift cards so she could buy new clothes and she could buy groceries. And the story in itself is, is tragic enough. I mean, this woman has literally been through everything horrible in life that you can imagine and then gets breast cancer and still manages to take care of her four children and then go to do chemotherapy and doctor's appointments every day. That's wow. insane. Every day. And it, and I mean, just one of these things that she's been through would be enough to break right. anybody. Absolutely. And, and, un- and understandably so. Right. But she was still getting up and taking care of her family and trying as best as she could to take care of herself in a country where she doesn't really speak the language. I mean. And then. I got to talk to her on the phone and tell her what we were doing for her through her interpreter. Wow. And she doesn't, like I said, she doesn't speak a lot of English. Mm -hmm. She understands a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she said, thank you over and over and over. Mm. And to this day, I I still call the social worker and, and check on her and see how she's doing, see what the, the latest is on her. And she's doing great. She's in, uh, she's in a bigger apartment with her sons. Her son, her oldest son has not missed any days of oh, school Good. because they now have somebody who comes and picks her up and takes her to her doctor's appointments and treatments and, and shuttles her back and forth for free. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's you know, but amazing. that, that, that story is, is one that that will never never ever leave me ever i don't think it's ever gonna leave me ever and so for for us i mean we 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 paid her rent we sent her a chemo care pack we sent her some gift cards in the grand scheme of of what she's been through it seems like something so small Mm -hmm. but what her social worker told me is that you're the first people in her life who have said yes we're here to help you. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is what we're going to do for you. And then actually do it. Right. She's heard no, and she's been pushed away and literally beaten up her entire life. And finally somebody said, no, we're just here to help you. And we don't want anything from you. We just want to help you. And it's, 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 it's one of those that it never, it's never going to leave me. It never gets any easier to read that email 
that came through and it never gets easier to tell the story, but it's always important for me to tell that story. That I, I'm so. That's incredible. Yes. Because those are the types of situations that come to us. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we get. People who are at the lowest point that they could possibly be at and they just need a little bit of help. That's it. That's it. They just need a little bit of help. But it's it, they've reached that point where this is this is it. This is you know I need you I need I need you to keep a roof over my head. And that's a hard thing for people to do. Pride gets in the way of a oh, lot yeah. of things. Yeah, I can't. I can't. You know, that, yeah. and people don't want to ask for help, and they think you're going to look down on them. And I'm like, listen, all I got to do is write a check and send it to your landlord. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking down on you. None of us who donate, none of us who fundraise, none of us are looking down on anybody because cancer is expensive and it gets expensive quick. And it doesn't care if you're single, if you're married, if you're divorced, it doesn't care if you're, it actually, breast cancer doesn't care if you're a man or a woman because men can get breast cancer. And we've assisted men who have had breast cancer. And that's even more tough for them to get assistance. Wow. Breast cancer doesn't care. It doesn't care how much money you have, what kind of car you drive, what your education is. It don't care. It does not care. And it gets expensive at the drop of a hat. Wow. Wow. That's, I'm just, I'm just glad there's people like you and and charities like Remember Betty that's out there to help. I mean, because what do people do? What do people do? Right. We had a lady at one of Danny's solo shows uh, and we found out that she was a breast cancer patient through one of the girls that was working on the tour with us. And so when she came up to meet Danny during the meet and greet, we gave her some gift cards and she started crying and said, I have been taking cans to the recycle facility to save money to buy my son uh, a pair of shoes that fit because his shoes don't fit. So that's what you do. She oh she gosh. would collect cans and and take them to recycle for a few bucks. That way she could buy her kid clothes that fit. Oh my goodness. That's what you do. And that is what a mother will do for her child, no matter what situation she's in. I'm. It's like blowing my mind. You know, it's just hearing these stories. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm just so happy there's, there's people that are, are able to help. You know what I'm saying? Because remember a lot of different help. charities, yeah. like I, I know, I mean, in other circumstances, not necessarily breast cancer, like what Abby's saying, it's not easy. Right. It's not easy to be like, I need help. Okay, well, are you, you know, you have to fit fill out this. all these things yeah. and fit into this, mm-hmm. and fit into this box. And if you don't, I'm sorry, we can't help you. Right. Yeah. You know? And and the, the the sad part is that we can't help everybody that comes to us. Right. You right. know, we take applications the first through the 10th of every month. Mm-hmm. And we start our reviews on the 11th of each month. This month we have over 200 applications, 200 applications in 10 days. And we will probably be able to fill, I'm going to say 10, maybe 15 at the most, simply because the money isn't there. And it's not that we don't work hard to fundraise. It's not that the people who support us don't donate. It's not that they don't work hard holding fundraisers for us. Mm -hmm. There's no way one charity can raise enough money to help everybody who needs help. We would have to raise minimum, minimum quarter of a million dollars every month. Wow. Every month. And even then, I don't know that it would help everybody. 
Right. We we used to get eh, three, four applications a month. Mm-hmm. I was I was begging, begging social workers, do you have anybody that needs help? Just because we wanted to help people. We wanted to get the name out there and people didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm telling social workers like, look, you don't send it in this month. If you can hold it till next month when we have more money coming in, yeah. send it next month. Or, you know, sending a patient letter saying, I'm sorry, we can't help you this month, even though we want to, because we don't have the funds or I know you're asking for three months of rent. We can only pay one month because we have to, you know, decide where the money is going to be best spent. And so if we can help you for a month then we can help two other people for a month or we can only help you for three months. And it becomes this this awful, you know, game of like the ball under the cup and where is it going to show up at? Right, right. But yeah, we we have a lot, a lot of applications coming in on an almost daily basis. The first, the, the first day of the month, we had 75 applications come in. Wow. wow. One day. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So can you tell us, um, are there any volunteer opportunities or how somebody might go about fundraising? Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to just like send an email to their friends and family asking for donations, they can go to uh, rememberbetty.com slash donate. That will take them to our CrowdRise page, which is our fundraising platform. They can sign up for a fundraising page there. Okay. If they want to participate in a local event, the best thing to do is watch our social media. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything is at Remember Betty. Mm-hmm. But we need more people to plan local fundraisers, local events. Okay. Um, I know there are a lot of quote unquote teams in areas. Team Betty was really born from when we were doing these races and it was the one event once a year that people would do in their area. And it required you to register as a team. These days, a quote unquote team is more of just like a local few people who are coordinating events on a regular basis. It doesn't mean that you have to go through them to have an event. It doesn't mean that they're the only ones who can plan events. A big thing right now are paint night fundraisers. They're a real easy thing to set up because the, the paint night facility handles the ticketing. They handle, you know, the, the paint and the canvas and all of that stuff. All you do is promote it and maybe have a raffle table and charge a dollar a raffle ticket. You know, and it's and it brings in between five hundred to a thousand dollars, which doesn't sound like much, but when you have, you know, five or six a month, mm-hmm. it's it's helping five or six patients. Right. Wow. You know, so and anybody anybody who wants to hold any kind of event, a dine to donate, a bowling night, a paint night, uh, we're gonna be rolling out some information on fundraisers at charming charlie stores again anybody who wants to do them all they have to do is hit up the remember betty social media send me a message send me an email just go to rememberbetty.com and click on contact the email on there comes straight to me okay and i'm happy to to talk to them and and see what there is not everybody is up for coordinating events some people just want to attend and that's great but if somebody wants to take on coordinating an event, 
we're absolutely in for it. Absolutely in for it. That's amazing. So that we'll make sure that we put that information on our website too. Absolutely. Um, to make sure to go to Remember Thank Betty. Um, because we want to help out as much as we can. I know yep. we're kind of up here in the, in the tundra. That's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are. We're, we're in Maine. We're in Bangor, Maine. So Bangor, Maine is like... Oh, you really are up in the tundra. We really are. <laughs> um, we'll do whatever we can to bring awareness to Remember Betty as well. Yep. Um, because, you know, it's it's so important. And, you know, everyone listening, if, if you're... We urge you to contact... Abby, if you are interested, like even just a little bit, it might take me a while to get back to you because I am the sole full-time staff member on this side. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you don't hear from me in a day or two, just send me a little reminder because we get, we get a lot of emails from patients, from, you know, applications, social workers. So I, I do my best to get back to you, but sometimes it takes me a day or two, but <laughs> absolutely absolutely we'll get back excellent so in terms of um ways to donate i know we talked about like a little bit about volunteering but what if like someone just wants to to donate money if they want to donate money they can go to rememberbetty.com slash donate mm-hmm. and donate directly to our CrowdRise page okay that comes directly to us once a week excellent so every monday they send me an email saying this is how much you're getting this week and the next day it's there and typically if it's if it's after the tenth, it's typically out by the end of the week. Like we don't we don't hold funds. So we had the city challenge race in Lowell, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. We our team was amazing. It was approximately hundred people, and they raised over eighty four thousand dollars. So amazing! That was so exciting. All, we saw that. We were very excited yeah. for you guys. <laughs> it's it's all gone. Wow! It's all gone because that money. As people were donating from the time people signed up in March or April, mm-hmm. every Tuesday, we whatever was raised from the previous week would be donated and it was out the door to patients. It go, it just, as, as it comes in, it just goes out. So people see, oh, you raised $84,000. You're good. No, no. all that 84000 that's gone. Right, that's gone. Right. That's paid somebody's, that's paid somebody's rent. That's paid somebody's car notes, paid somebody's medical bills. That's paid for somebody's reconstruction surgery, whatever. That's all gone. We don't we don't really hold anything. We can't because too many people are in need. Right. right. So they can go to rememberbetty.com slash donate. They can donate right there. Uh, we also provide chemo care packs to patients who are going through chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And there's a link on our website to our Amazon wish list. And they can go in there and they can buy items. They're shipped directly to me. Uh, They go into my closet. All of my clothes are kept in suitcases on the floor. (laughs) And and the closet is full of chemo care items. Wow. (laughs) So they can can do that. You guys make it easy, too. That's great. We we try. (laughs) Look, if if somebody wants to give Remember Betty money, I'm going to make it as easy as possible for them to give us their money. Because we we need it to help these patients. We absolutely need it. Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you if there's any upcoming Remember Betty events that anybody should be aware of right now. Yes. So uh, there is an event coming up in Miami. It's a paint night. I believe it's on November 16th. All the information is on our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. There is also... uh, an event coming up in the Los Angeles area, the 
Remember Betty chapter there is doing a shop and wrap with some charming Charlie locations. So you can go in, you can shop at the register. You mentioned remember Betty and they'll give 10 to 20% of your purchase back to remember Betty, depending on the total that's spent in the store that day. And then you can take it over to the table where our remember Betty ladies are and they will wrap your Christmas presents for you. Hey, great. I wish they were up so here. That, it's, it's at select <laughs> locations in the Los Angeles area. We're working with the Charming Charlie corporate office to try to expand that to some other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be putting more information about that. But the L.A. areas are also listed on our uh, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Excellent. Great. great. Well. The, the biggest thing we have coming up, though, starts on November 21st. And we are part of a fundraising charity challenge through CrowdRise. It's sponsored by Newman's Own. And the charity that ends up raising the most could win an additional $500,000. Oh, wow. But there are also weekly challenges where they'll either match funds that are donated, or if you have the most people sign up, they'll donate between $500 to $2,500 to you. I call it free money. Yeah. And I try to I try to work it each week to see how much we can get. So that starts on the 21st. Um, we've got uh, a shopping event leading up to it on Facebook and all the money from that shopping event online from home businesses, uh, multi-level marketing, things like LuLaRoe, LipSense, things like that. Mm-hmm. All of that money is going to be put into that charity challenge. Plus, after the challenge starts, uh, we're going to be raffling off Danny's clothes. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so all of the local shirts that he wore during tour, so like a uh, a Boston Red Sox jersey or a Texas, uh, a Houston Rockets shirt, things like that, Nashville Predators shirt, they're all going to be available. Uh, we also have one of the cutouts from the cruise that we're going to be either raffling or auctioning. Cool. And then... Uh, the, the guys from boys to men were very generous and have donated, uh, some autograph merch as well that we're going to have. That is so awesome. Yeah. So the, the first thing that's coming up with, um, all the like multi-level marketing, because thinking, you know, holiday shopping, um, that's going to be, that's going to be November 16th through the 19th. Okay. Uh, that way we can get all the sales in before, the, the fundraising challenge starts and have time for the money to process. Okay. So it's going to be November 16th through the 19th and they can go to rememberbetty.com slash holiday perfect. and it will take them directly to the Facebook group where they can shop. That is perfect. Awesome. I'm going to do some of my whole, I'm going to do my shopping there. Yep. I, it's a, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like you can get shopping done from the comfort of home. So uh, can you tell us, we touched on it a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but can you tell us what the process is for someone who may want to apply for assistance? So they can go to rememberbetty.com and click on the assistance link. Once they're there, it lists out uh, what they need to send to us, which is an application, a letter from their oncologist or their surgeon that gives a verification of a diagnosis of breast cancer. We just need that for legal purposes. And then they send a personal letter and then they send a copy of any bills that they need paid. So if they need their mortgage paid, they can send their mortgage statement if they need their rent paid, they need to send a copy of their lease or they can send their car note, their utilities, you know, whatever it may be. And that's it. We try to keep it as basic as possible. It's a two-page application. 
when you look at it, it's really a page and a half because the, the bottom half of the second page is just kind of notes and a checklist for the patient or the social worker to make sure that they have everything. Uh, they just put it all together and they can either mail it or they can fax it between the first and the 10th of the month. Awesome. And once we get it, we have a panel of uh, myself and four other amazing ladies, Marisol, Angelica, Brooke, and Kara. And we divide up the applications. We go through them. We have a first pass, which is where if an application isn't complete or if somebody is, seems to be currently making enough money where they, someone else who has applied may need assistance more than them, depending on how much money we have, we, we put them to the side. We send them a letter saying, well, we would love to help you. We simply don't have the funds this month. We take all the ones that we said yes to originally, and then we have to go back through them. And so we do reviews from the 11th through the 17th of the month. And starting somewhere in the middle of there is when letters and assistance start going out from that point to the end of the month. So we pay the bills directly. So we'll send a check to the landlord, a check to the mortgage company. Um, if they're in dire need, like their water or electricity are getting turned off that day, I'll call the utility company and pay by phone. Wow. Yeah. So wow. however however we can get it to them, um, we we will. If it's something that we can't cover by sending a check to, we do have the option to send them general use gift cards. So MasterCard, Visa, prepaid gift cards. We can send those to them. Uh, we also have a partnership with a company called A World of Pink. And they have the Betty Bra. And we can send a gift certificate for a Betty Bra and a uh, prosthetic breast. Oh, wow. If oh. they have lymphedema from having a mastectomy or a lumpectomy and they take out the, the lymph nodes, mm -hmm. we can send them a gift certificate for a company called lymphedivas.com, which does compression garments. So we try to cover as much as we possibly can. Right. That sounds it. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. And these... These are all things that have come up, you know, as we've gotten into this, because at first you think, oh, people just need help with their rent. Oh, well, what happens when the car breaks down and they got to get to treatment? Oh, well, this lady has lymphedema. And in order to go back to work, she needs a compression garment. So these are all things. It's 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 a constant learning process of what patients need. And a patient who is stage one has completely different needs than a patient who is stage three or stage four. Mm -hmm. So it's a constant learning process. And adding things and trying to help each patient the best way we can. Well, we really appreciate you. And we re really appreciate Remember Betty, too. Absolutely. I, I mean, you're doing such amazing things. I love doing it. I hate that. I hate that we have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I wish that the need wasn't there. But it is. And... I love, I love, I love doing it. There's nothing better than being able to tell a patient that you can help them, but there's nothing worse than telling a patient that you can't. But I absolutely, absolutely love doing it. I love doing it with Danny because to see him meet these patients, to meet their families is, is amazing because a lot of times it, it, I can't, I can't give him Betty back, mm -hmm. right. but this is the closest that I can do. And to see that on his face mm. is is one of the best things ever. Helping so I'll many bet. people. So yeah. many people. Wow. 
So we're gonna. I'm. I'm like. I'm ready. I feel like I have a mission. I'm gonna set my Twitter notifications. Remember, Betty, Twitter notifications here, so I know when I need to shop. So you guys can do that too. You guys listening, put those Twitter notifications and noti- all kinds of notifications for Remember Betty. So then you remember to shop and remember when events are coming up. Yeah. So yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, we really appreciate you going through all of that and teaching us so much. I feel like yeah. I'm like, I came in, <laughs> I thought I knew things. Now I'm like... You, exactly. Like, we, we came in here I like, I want to, like, know, go do but... a run right now. Like, I want to be like, all right, <laughs> let's gather downtown. Bang for me. <laughs> well, we we may ha- we may have an opportunity for that next year. We're we're talking with City Challenge again to hopefully be their charity next year. This is great. Um, we'll, we'll stay tuned for yeah, that. Yeah, we will. We'll be in, we'll we'll have some involvement if we can. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you we've heard everything you've done for Remember Betty and we again, we appreciate you so much. You started off as a new kids on the block fan. Oh, yes. So we're wondering if we could maybe transition a little bit and maybe talk about your love for new kids on the block. Oh, yes. Let's bring out my inner <laughs> fan girl, please. Yes, here we go, let's here do we it. Go, here we go, let's here do we go. it. So, okay, just just to give you an idea, I'm a Joey girl. Brooke, you are a... Jordan. And girl. Abby, you are a... Well, I'm clearly a Danny girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no matter what I... No matter what I may have been or no matter what tendencies I might have, yes. <laughs> by default, I'm a Danny girl. However, in all fairness, I was a, a Danny girl growing up. Uh, I actually got in trouble. My mom grounded me when I was about n- nine or ten years old because I took a blue marker and wrote, I love Danny on the inside I, of my closet. I love I it. I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And it was worth it. <laughs> oh, it was absolutely worth it. It was a white wall. And it was a blue marker. I was never getting away with it, but yeah. you know, whatever. I needed, did it. That declaration needed to be made. It did. It right did. there. It absolutely did. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So besides your, your, you know, declaring love for Danny Wood on the wall with that marker, um, do you have a specific memory? It could be like when you were little or... You know, just something that like brings you back and just, or it can be like completely fangirl. Like, ah, I feel like I'm going to scream right now talking about it. Um, the best, I think the best memory from my childhood, what I was, I was, I was a little bit of an odd child. I'm just going to preface. Hey, this um, I was um, an odd child. Let me just my mom you. asked me what I wanted for my birthday and I told her I wanted a waterbed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, because, you know, like, at, you know late 80s early 90s like that was the thing everybody oh, wanted yeah. a water Brooke bed. had one i had a water bed and it was so i the came best. i came in from i had spent the weekend at my dad's i came home and not only did i have a water bed in my room but it was fully decked out with the new kids bed sheets and pillows serious? and curtains oh. okay that that is like an 80s dream that is like <laughs> right? a dream. That's that is the dream right? it was it that was that was abs- that was absolutely it. You were like done. I've it. made it. I have made. I it. want that now. I mean, that's the epitome of '80s cliche right there. And it is like, and I loved every minute of it. I loved bet it all. You did. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm jealous. Until my cat poked a hole in the waterbed. <laughs> oh oh no! Yeah. yeah, that that was not fun. 
I'm no. sure all that water. <laughs> no, that was not fun. I don't think that they thought that through. Like when they made water beds, like, oh, no. What happens when you get old? Brooke had something similar happen with a pair of scissors. My scissors, oh. scissors hit mine. Yep. yep. I yep. was doing homework on my bed. <laughs> yep. And I had some kind of little craft project I was working yep, on. Yeah, and... those scissors went right through that. Sure did. And now it's a swimming pool. Yep. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I am so, that, like, I can see it. I can see the waterbed, like, it's going. majestic. With, like, the new kids on the block. Just, ma- like, like, every night was a dream. I want to Every night was it. a dream. I think the funniest thing after that was, um, right after I, I started working with Danny, he and I went and had coffee and we get to the, the coffee shop and we're sitting down and he starts to say something. And I said, I just need to get this out of the way. I said, I used to sleep with a pillow with your face on it every night. And he looked at me and he goes, well, that's cool. And I, was like, I, just, I was like, I just felt like I needed to get that off my chest before I tried to have some semblance of a normal conversation with you. No, I can totally relate. We got to get this out of the way right yep. now. Yeah. Let's put it because on the, put I just it on need the table. you to know that. This is this is what happened. Okay, now we're yeah, good. Yeah, and he looked and he looked at me like it was totally normal. And I guess in his world, it it, it, is. it, it is. might be. And I'm sure it's not the strangest thing he's ever oh, heard. I'm but, sure. I'm sure. But I just like it was weighing on me, and I just needed to confess that. That is awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. What kind of pillow was this? It was it was one of like the the like the white priest stuffed like satiny ones Ooh. that had like the black and white and red on it. Oh hey. Yes. Oh hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. Nice. Oh, I wish I had one of those. I'm a I don't know what happened to that. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I never had like the merchandise stuff growing up. Like I did. I had like the marbles. Yep. For some reason, I had the marbles. So I didn't know about the marbles until I started doing Remember Betty stuff because people would send me their old merch to raffle. Really? And some of the stuff that came in with like marbles, there was a there was a pair of pink suspenders what? with like their cartoon likeness on the back. That that stuff was weird. And then there were like these puppet cooler cups where like the face was 3D and like listen I purposely carried that one on 80s night on the cruise as a purse just because it freaked Danny out. (laughs) Really? He was like, that thing's creepy and I don't want to see it. Guess what? Carrying it as a purse. (laughs) You shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said it. Should not have said it. But yeah, there was was some crazy, crazy merch. They would, I mean, whoever was doing their, their stuff at the time would put those guys' faces on anything. I ended up just recently, so I, st- I started collecting because I'm getting a new office and it is going to be my new kids on the block shrine. <laughs> so I've been collecting some of the merchandise and you're right. It, there's some crazy, crazy stuff. I will send you a full unopened roll of new kids wrapping paper. What? what? <laughs> yes. It's sitting in the closet and I have no idea what to do with these. Clearly, I'm not going to wrap a present with it. It might fall apart if I open it fully like still in the plastic abby i'm speechless this i don't is, know what to say this is somehow going to become wallpaper this is this like makes my life I'm stranger cry. things have happened stranger <laughs> things have happened all i ever wanted was just something new kids on the block that like because mm-hmm. i mean growing up but we didn't have a whole lot of money and w- w- when we did i would get something like i get a tape i get the new kids on the block tape but mm-hmm. right. i just wanted those sheets so bad and oh, guess yeah. what I got that comforter. Yes, I did. I got that comforter. I won't sleep with it. But (laughs) because when I got it, it was brand new. I thought it was going to be used. It was 
It was brand new. It still smelled new. I'm like, how is this well, possible? And now, and, and now people are making like clothes out of them for the cruise. I did have the bed sheet skirt. I did have that. And I was like, well, I didn't get the bedding set, but I got, I have an outfit made of the sheets. It, yep. They weren't well, my the sheets, same thing. but hey. <laughs> yes. Oh man. This is great. And we're going to be, well, hopefully we'll be on the cruise next year. Yes. And hopefully oh, we'll you see you before to. then. Oh, you have to go on the cruise. I think every New Kids fan should go on the cruise at least once. Yes. At least once. I And and you know what? Even the New Kids, I mean, clearly the New Kids are there. It's the New Kids cruise and the price reflects that. But the best part of it is hanging out with your friends. And then there's the people watching. Oh, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait, wait for that. The people watching is amazing because it's like the entire gamut of new kids fans have condensed onto one boat. It's this is going to be this is It's amazing. I can't it's absolutely even. Absolutely amazing and fascinating. I have the countdown on my phone. I have the countdown <laughs> everywhere because <laughs> I cannot wait because this year we just weren't able to make it happen. Right. But we mm-hmm. are going to make it happen and we are going to do this. It is the best time. I love tour. I love when the guys tour. I love going to shows. I love going there, not really to see the new kids. They put on an amazing show. Nobody can put on a show like the new kids. Entertainment wise, it's up there with anybody. I went and saw Queen and Adam Lambert with my mom uh, after the new kids tour. And I was bored. Right? No, I get it. I get it. Where is, where is the interaction? Where's, where's, where is my confetti? Right. Yes. Where is my confetti? That's what we yes. we said no the same confetti. thing. Because I've been to other concerts and I'm sitting there on my phone. Because I'm like, well, this yeah. isn't, this isn't doing it for me. Right. And I was like, I mean, I mean, like, look, Adam Lambert sounds great. Right. You know, he's exactly. rocking like a, a satin suit, riding a bike with flowers in the back. Like only Adam Lambert could do that. But I was like, I was like, there's no, there's no pit, there's no catwalk, there's no interaction, there's no confetti. And if I'm going to a concert. I want confetti now. And, and there's I no denim rompers. Let me tell you that. There, I want those no, denim rompers. No, there was rompers. no romper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there was no romper. There was, there was no quick change cam. Yeah. Like, Ugh. what kind of show is this? Exactly. But not, not even for that. But to go to all these shows and see all my, see all my friends and see people that we've assisted and meet their families, I love that part. But going on that cruise and having everybody in one place and getting to see the new kids, oh. It's oh, like, that's it. it's the ultimate that's experience. It. I'm it excited. Is. It's the it's ultimate amazing. experience. Yes. <laughs> it's the best time. I think every, everybody needs to, to go on a cruise with the new kids. Everybody. Okay. Do you guys hear that? Abby is saying everyone that's listening needs to be on the cruise <laughs> next year. Listen, get a seasick patch, get the wristband, it's get Dramamine, you know, it's be fine. whatever. Have some tequila if you need to. It'll be fine. Listen, listen. So the, the boat rocks one way. When you drink alcohol, it makes you rock the other, and right. it all evens out. That's exactly. Right. You know, I I would know after this year. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna. I'm everybody so else, everybody else is rocking with you. It's fine. That's Just right. Do it. So Just somebody do it. would be like, "Hey, how many times do you throw up?" Eh, yeah. High five. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Yes, exactly. Well, Abby seriously thank you so much thank you this has been i feel like we've made a new we've we've made a new friend yep thank you guys for having me on this is this is so awesome i love being able to talk about remember betty i love explaining to people what we do 
Yeah, and and so just thank you guys for for having me on. I really really appreciate. it. Well, we really appreciate you being on, and and hopefully we'll be able to get involved with some of these events, and then we'll take our podcast on the road. Yeah, and then we'll be able to. I'm like, in. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm in. I'm in. Look, if if we if if we get this city challenge race next year, which we're we're working with it, come come do your podcast from our from our registration table. Oh, come that would it. be amazing. That would be and we'll amazing. just like talk to people. Hey. Come talk to us. Tell us your stories. We'll put a mic on Danny and he can do he can do the interview ah. as he runs. That would be amazing. <laughs> I just I just talked about Danny in the last episode because Danny, if you're ever gonna if you ever listen to this, you had me. You had me at Dirty Dog. You had me. I was almost ready to switch over there for a little bit. You had me. I was just like, Danny, where where have you been all my life? I, I can't I can't with the ski goggles though. Oh, I'm telling you, I don't know what it was. It just like all of no. a sudden I was like Oh, wow. No, Who are can't you? with the seagull. Now, Valentine girl, that's it. That's it. Right. That's every every time. That's it. Right there. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> this is fantastic. Well, Abby, thank you so, 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 so much. And can you tell everybody again where to go? Yeah, they can go to rememberbetty.com. And there are a ton of links on there. If you can't find it on there, all of our social media is at remember betty if for whatever reason you can't find whatever you're looking for you can send an email to info at remember betty.com or to abby at remember betty.com and that's a b b i e awesome all right well thank you so much abby thank you so much yes thank you guys i really appreciate this all right so that was amazing and abby thank you so much abby for seriously coming abby you're amazing you are amazing Re- remember betty's great uh, danny danny wood you're a national treasure hashtag abby, national treasure abby you're a national treasure yeah and what a great cause so that's that's it we're gonna we're gonna be involved we are gonna be involved and we can tell you how you can get involved that's exactly right so for one thing you guys know we have the store. Right. And we have our products. Anything that starts with... MSCW. Right. My so-called whatever, our logo products. Yeah, logo only. So the only thing that's on it is just our logo. If you purchase anything that has just our logo on it... Starts with MSCW. Right. 75% of the profits of that go directly to Remember Betty. So... So that's how you can get involved right now. That's how now. you can get involved. You can go and we will donate 75% of the profits to Remember Betty. Right. And then you heard Abby tell you, you know, where you can find them. Right. So you can go right to right to their website um, or find find Remember Betty on social media. Exactly. And, and get involved. Do do your holiday Christmas shopping. Uh, that's, that's a, what that's I'm a do. great idea. I'm seriously doing that. I am doing that as well. So yeah. So you guys, you guys are amazing. I just need to take a second and just acknowledge all of you because we, I don't think ever could have imagined how amazing this has gotten. The community, you guys, seriously, thank you. We love you guys a lot, a lot, quite a bit. Yeah. And we're feeling the love back. It's wonderful. So cool. So yeah, that's that's it. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We're gonna have a great episode coming up next week. Yes, we are. Yes. It'll be fun. Yes. We're excited. Yeah. So we've got a we've got some we've got some guests coming on, you guys. Yeah. You guys. 
surprise. It's so exciting. You don't have to listen to just us all the time. Right. You can we can get some variety in That's here. exactly right. Variety is the spice of life. And then in December, we got some good things coming in December. Yes, we do. <laughs> I seriously cannot wait. I know. December is going to be a good I month. can't. Like, I'm so... We have a lot of fun stuff coming up through the end of the year. So exactly. We're excited to share it with you. And I promise I won't Donnie Wahlberg jump. Hopefully you'll come along for the ride. Yeah. Because it's going to be a little literal ride. Yes. Maybe we'll Facebook Live for the ride. Perfect. Well, I Perfect. Like I, I like that. Okay. I like the way you think. I like the way you think. Hey, thanks. Okay. All right. So, uh, signing off. We'll see you next time. We will. And uh, until then, Peace. you guys hang tough. <laughs> Because you got the right stuff. You do. And you know what you did. Peace. Bye. Bye.